Welcome to the Man Initiative Podcast. My name is Mike Walton, Air Force veteran and encourager of men. Each week, I bring you an inspiring interview from men who have either experienced or helped men with some of life's hardest challenges. Thank you for joining me. Now, please help me welcome my guest for today, Dr. Lawrence McNair. What's going on, brother? How you doing? Hey, Mike. How you doing, man? Thanks for inviting me on to the podcast here, Man's Initiative. Oh. I'm happy to be here, buddy. All right, all right. Yeah, I greatly appreciate it, man. Um, I know I sent out the, you know, the distress signal. I said, hey, man, I want some guys to be, you know, if you're down for an interview for the podcast, hit me up. And um, and you hit me up on Facebook and said, yeah, I'd love to be a part of it. And I said, okay, cool. And then the other day, you know, I was, you know, looking at your website, and I'm just like, wow, this guy right here has a lot of knowledge. You know, so this is one brother I definitely need to link up with. This is one brother I definitely want to want to interview, and um, and just to, I'm not I'm not gonna pick your brain. I'm just gonna kind of sit back, <laughs> you know, for a little while, and I'm gonna let you say what you got to say because I know you've been doing this for years, and I know you've been helping guys out in all areas of their lives. So <clears throat> before we get into that, uh, I just want you to kind of give me a little background so far as you know your upbringing, you know, schooling, um, the household situation, whatever it is, man. So I'm just gonna give you the floor. And um, you, you can say what you have to say, brother. Sure, man. Again, uh, my name is Dr. Lawrence McNair. I grew up in the uh, Singapore home in one of the poorest regions of the country, the Mississippi Delta. Grew up in a small town called Greenville. I was the uh, youngest of five kids. Shared a one-bedroom home with three brothers, one sister, and an on-and-off host of living relatives. I graduated high school at the 10 to age of 16, started medical school at 19, opened my very own medical practice at 26, married at 27, found Jesus at 30, firstborn child at 34, semi-retired at 40, successful second career at 44, two exotic vacations a year at 50, and it can't get any better than that. Now, the real story is this, Mike, is that came from a broken home at three, had a broken leg at four, broken virginity at six, broken sexual identity at nine, Broken heart at age 18, broken child at age 34, broken marriage at 39, broken business at 41, broken financially at 53, broken spiritually at age 54, and many broken relationships and friendships throughout. And I'm still chuckling at it, trying to evolve, <clears throat> trying to be, you know, the man that God is, uh, the man that God is calling me to be. And um, I've been coaching men, like you said, for probably about uh, about 40 years, probably since I was 14, 15 years old. Didn't know what the gift I had at that time. A lot of times when we have gifts and we don't know what those gifts are, we tend to pervert those gifts. And I was one of those guys who, you know, who manipulated, you know, other people. I've always been kind of smart and kind of witty and kind of and kind of funny, but just didn't know what, you know, what my gift was until, you know, many, many years, uh, many, many years later. So now I've dedicated and committed myself to, you know, to helping guys out and helping them to, uh, uh, to live a better life. I teach this thing called six-dimensional lifestyle that I created back in the uh, 1980s. And, again, it teaches men how to, uh, how to create a six-dimensional lifestyle that's uh, physically, mentally, uh, socially, spiritually, financially, and family. It's, uh, it's what I do. Um, I'm a trans- men's transformational coach, you know, right now, and a business strategy. So I help men in business, and I help men with their personal lives as well. 
um, and being a transformational coach, I needed some transformation, you know, uh, uh, things myself. So um, I was able to help a lot of people out, do a lot of things, and I just wasn't able to help myself out. A lot of times we can help people out and we can tell people what to do, and our lives aren't that, you know, isn't as glamorous as it looks. And I was one of those people for, you know, for a while. And uh, I met a guy back in uh, 2016, a lot of part 2016, I was introduced to a men's transformation coach. Uh, his name is Javon Langford. And uh, after hearing my story, he just kind of bluntly said to me, he says, Lawrence, uh, he says, when you change your story, man, the story about your life, you can change your life. And those words he spoke to me might kind of resonated deeply in my spirit, man, and I took them to heart. Um, I was in a desperate need of transformation more so than I even thought. So I ended up attending one of his workshops in uh, Toronto, Canada. And that's when the metamorphosis on me even began to take place. Um, I quickly became one of his mentors, and uh, he taught me about uh, vulnerability, uh, transparency, being authentic, self-worth, and mainly self-love. Um, he helped me to create the emotional space necessary to change my story from that of being a victim to one of being a victor. And I was finally able to acknowledge and accept my true calling, which is creating safe spaces for other men like myself who want to unclutter their lives and reclaim wasted time and uh, time spent on old stories and transform their current life into a life of freedom, um, extreme passion, and clarity of purpose. And that's what brings me here today, man. Man, that is awesome. So, guys, I told y'all, this, this brother right here, just, you know, looking at the accolades and the things that he's been through, um, his life experiences, and, you know, the stuff that he has going on right now, you already know this is going to be a good show. So it's going to be no hose bar. I already told him this when we had talked previously the other day. It's going to be no hose bar. We're just going to kind of go in. And I just told him, I said, hey, look, I just want you to be yourself. Have you talk to the guys that you talk to um, when you're doing your, when you're sessions? I said, hey, you know, bring that to the table because sometimes, you know, we need that. You know, we don't need the, um, you know, trying to be all, you know, you know sugar-coating things sugar and coating. stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sugar, too, much or, sugar, too much sugar gives you diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I just, I just told her, I said, look, man, just bring it, you know, and we're just going to take it from there. We're just going to sit down and we're just going to have a, a, a regular conversation and talk about some man stuff. So, um, Lord, let me ask you a question. Okay. Um, I know we had talked about this concept of, Real man versus man. Well, being a real man versus being a man. Um, yeah. And I know I have presented this to you because it was some things I was seeing on social media, you know, and I always see stuff like, um, you know, it takes a real man to do this. It takes a real man to do that. It takes a real man to, you know, to do all these things, and, you know. And when I saw it to pose a question as into, okay, but what's the difference between a real man and a man, you know? And I would get the typical answer so far as, as, well, you know, a real man is going to be the protector, the provider, you know, he's going to take care of his responsibilities, so forth and so forth. But what about a man? You know, well, a man, they really can give me like a strong definition just of a man, you know. So I guess in sort of a way it was kind of like a, like the opposite of the real man, you know, definition, you know. It's like, okay, well, a man is this, you know. He doesn't really have his stuff together. You know, he's just a man. You know, so far as just being in that role as a man, so far as, as an adult male, not necessarily a real man who takes care of his business. 
Um, right. So I know when, I, when I asked you this question, I know you you know you took off with it and it's kind of kind of kind of went off on that one right there. Um, so in your own words, you know, what is your what is your outlook or what is your <laughs> What's my opinion doing? about being a real man? Yeah, being, your opinion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> being a man. <laughs> you know, I, I think that sometimes we as men we can, we can get kind of clicheish with things. Um, and and that's one of those things, you know, the difference between, you know, being a man and being and being a real man. And I, I really and truly don't see, you know, that much a difference between being a man and a real man. You just have to ask your, yourself the question, you know, am I a man? Am I a real man? And like you said earlier, what does a real man, you know, what does a real man do? I think that all men were created, you know, by God to protect and to provide and to work. Mm-hmm. Um, if we go back to the biblical principles, it says that, you know, God created the, um, you know, the garden and he told man to take dominion, you know, over these things. And we've had dominion over these things ever since. So I think all men are, you know, are real men, you know, for the most part. And we just have to step into that position or step into that, you know, step into that realm. Uh, any man you see that's breathing, any man that we see that's alive, he's pretty much a real man. And again, it's just more. I think it's more clicheish than anything else. That you got to be a real man. You got to suck it up. You got to do this. You know, you got to do that. Um, I say that just be a man. Being a man is the is probably the easiest thing you can do because we. Well, you could give it back. Some people do give this <laughs> give this stuff back, but yeah. you know, being a yeah, but being a being a man and being a real man is. Um, there's no real. I don't see any real. You know, any real real big difference. You know, in that. Um, you you just have to you know you just have to step up when you need to step up and do the things that you needed to you know that you need to do. Right. Okay. All right. Well, cool. So yeah. So um, you know, going off this whole real man thing, and you know, so far speaking for myself, you know, I was married once. You know, my and it only lasted five years. And, okay. You know, but throughout that, um, you know, I made some decisions that wasn't wasn't the best decisions you know so far it's like i was the, i was the i was a master at stonewalling like oh you're not going to talk to me like that you know and i was just shut down for a whole week and won't say nothing at all you know <laughs> and i'm just like and i'm thinking about this after you know the ink has dried on the paper you know and we're gone our separate ways and god was like really just whipping my butt like okay mike um you need to get your stuff together before you do anything else. And right. that was one thing I did not want to go through is to actually to deal with God, you know, with that particular aspect right there. So I know you talk to guys on a regular basis, you know, and guys reach out to you for help and assistance. So with that, what is the number one um, reason or issue or concern that men get in contact with you for? Oh, God. Um, because I teach something uh, very, you know, very unique when I teach six-dimensional lifestyle. You know, you can, mm-hmm. men come to me for, you know, for financial stuff, for relationship stuff. It just depends on where he is at that particular time. It could be spiritual okay. stuff because I teach in six, you know, I teach in six dimensions. So when I show you the six-dimension chart, you tell me, you know, where you want to start, uh, you know, in it. A lot of men right now go to the financial side because financially, you know, it's tough for a lot of people. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, financially, but we usually end up on the spiritual side and on the mental side. 
Now, I like to start on the physical side because if you're not healthy and you don't take care of yourself physically, none of that other stuff matters anyway. See, you can have all you can have all the, you can have all the money in the world. You can be a gold millionaire, but if you land up in the hospital with tubes and all kinds of stuff, you know, stacked up on top of you, and somebody getting ready to unplug you, your money can't do you any good anyway. Mm, so yeah, I always true. like I always like to start with the physical side and say, you know, you know, hey man, you look like you swallowed a small Chevy, and you need <laughs> to do something about it. Because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really, it doesn't really make sense for you to let yourself, you know, let yourself go. And these are men over forty. I, you know, I have, I have, you know, generational, you know, generations of men, you know, that I talk to, and it's one of those things. Whereas, um, um, whereas we have to get ourselves together physically, then we have to give our, get ourselves together uh, mentally as well, because we as men, especially black men, we we lack in the area of personal development, and I think that's one of the things that's gotten us in the position that we're in right now is that we don't like personal development because we in personal development is not tangible. And we as black men, we are always looking for the tangible. You know, we have mm-hmm. to have something to put our hands on and developing ourselves personally is not one of those, you know, it's not one of those things. So we don't take care of ourselves physically. So we're susceptible to all kinds of diseases and all kinds of, you know, high blood pressure and diabetes and stroke and all that stuff because we don't take care of ourselves. One of my main things uh, was this is that, if you take care of your body the first 50 years of your life, your body will take care of you the next 50. Mm, and yeah, we, don't, we, don't, right, we don't do that too well. If you take care of your finances the first 50 years of your life, your finance should, finances should take care of you the next 50 years of your life. Mm. So there's certain things that we just hadn't been trained to take care of, you know, in our lives. Um, a lot of guys are having relationship problems. We have financial and relationship problems because of our thinking, more so than anything else, because of our mental uh, because of mm-hmm. our mental status. So if you don't eat the right things and take care of yourself and take care of the physical, then you won't be thinking straight either. So that's why yeah. I start with the uh, that's why I start with the physical. Then I even go into the spiritual because what you believe, your philosophy about life and what you subscribe to, the rituals and the and the habits that you subscribe to has everything to do with, you know, how your life is gonna turn out. So you want to be in good physical condition so that you can think well, and then you want to have, uh, you know, you want to have a good, uh, uh, good rituals, and you want to have, you know, good habits and a good philosophy about life of what you subscribe to. Some of us subscribe to Christianity. Some of us subscribe to this. There are things that we will do, things that we won't do. A lot of things that we as men do today are antiquated. A lot of our thoughts and a lot of our ideas are antiquated. They don't even work in today. A lot of us need to reboot our system, you know, our mental system more. Mm-hmm. Changing, uh, change up our internal operating system. We need a new iOS. You know, some of us do. Um, <laughs> I need to go to Lawrence McNair 2.0. You know, they're on like 12.0, and I'm still on 2.0. And right. sometimes with my phone, it'll say it'll give me a message. It'll say some of your some of your apps and some of the things that you do on this phone are either going to be slowed down or they're not going to work at all unless you upgrade. And a lot of men, we're doing things, we're in the slow lane, and a lot of things aren't working for us because we just haven't upgraded our mentality. We haven't upgraded our thoughts. In years, we're thinking mm-hmm. the same thoughts. Like we were talking about real man and man, a lot of these mm-hmm. same cliches and a lot of these same thoughts that we're thinking, they're exactly the same. They're outdated, they're antiquated, and guess what? They don't work in today's, uh, in today's world. Yeah, yeah. So it goes to say, you know, like with the old saying, like, wait, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> you know, then break, you know, then break it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> then break it. Because <laughs> yeah, you know, like we get, we like, 
as as men, we can hold on to some things, you know. It's like, man, how long have you had that car, man? It's like, hey, man, it's time to get it's time to get a new car. No, nah, it's still running. She's still running. Yeah. Long yep. as you get the point same. A to point B. And, and that's and that's how our thoughts are the same way. I'm going to keep thinking that same thought because it's not broken, and that thought gets me from point A to point B. It gets me what I want, but not knowing that there's more out there for you. Mm. So I teach this thing called infinite human potential is, is, is one of my, is one of my big, biggest teaching points. When I talk about infinite human potential, means that whatever you want is out there. We just don't want enough of it. And we talk mm. about... You know, if, if you want, you know, as far as we go, we want Nike tennis shoes, but if you don't be wearing Nike tennis shoes if you don't have stock in Nike. And we want an iPhone. You shouldn't be walking out with an iPhone, the latest iPhone if you don't have stock, stock in Apple. My Nikes walk a lot better with me, and I feel a lot better in them when I know that my stocks are in, and I have stock in, in, uh, in Nike as well. My phone sounds a lot better to me, and it looks a lot better to me. This little phone of mine that I paid $600 for, whatever I paid for, it looks mm-hmm. a lot better. I feel better about paying $600 when I know I have stock in Apple. Right. And we're not thinking so, that way because, you know, we were brought up as consumers. Yeah. So, you know, with the consumer mentality, you know, so far as, you know, we just, we want to consume Con- everything. And as soon as something comes out, you know, the latest and greatest, you know, like for myself, I got the Note 8. All right. So <laughs> if, 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 <laughs> I got the Note 8. Uh, so I'm about sure, like, I, I normally wait when stuff comes out. I don't jump on it. I'm like, no, nah, I'm waiting because there's going to be some buzz. There's going to be some right. recalls mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Let them work mm-hmm. out all the kinks, you know. And yep. then it's okay. Everything is good to go now. And then I still may wait and take my time because I'm like, well, I'm good for right now. I don't need another phone, you know. You know, my uh, thing is this, too, is that, is, is that you, 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 not you personally, but it, it, it's you yeah. and I, too. We will update our phones and update some things, but we won't. Um, we won't update our thoughts and we won't update our mm. mentality. Mm. I don't mm. update my physical self. I'm going to get myself, you know, uh, get myself in the gym. That's, I'm, I'm going to adopt and adapt the diet plan that meets the need of me, help, you know, health wise. Mm. We don't. We don't. We don't update those things. I don't update how I'm eating. I don't update how I'm seeing. I don't update my eyeglass prescription. There are a lot of things that I don't update. I see men walk around in nice cars and their teeth look like shit. I don't update, you know, go to the dentist and try to update my dentures or, you know, my, my teeth or anything like that. Right. Like, what are you, like, what are you, what are you doing? What, what, what happened? Why aren't you taking care of yourself? You wash your car every day, but you don't brush your teeth. Mm. Mm. Something's yeah, wrong. That's the, something's, that's, something's gone wild. Yeah. That's what my, that's what my girlfriend calls, you know, that self-care, you know, you got to have that self-care. You, you got to you have know. self-care. Otherwise there's nothing right. else. What, what else? What else? If, if you take care of your car and don't take care of yourself, then, well, I don't know if that's being a real man or a man. <laughs> 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 I can't decide what you're being, you know, if you, if you, uh, you know, if you do that. But I think a lot of us right. get caught up in, compl- we get caught up in complacency. And we become what I used to call the king of our comfort zones. We get into a little comfort mm-hmm. zone and we put our crown on, you know, we fold our hands together. We become the king of our own, our own comfort zones. Okay. And uh, so with you, we just kind of stay there. No, no, it's okay. okay. I was just going to say we just kind of stay in our own little comfort zones. Yes, I do agree. So if you were talking to men, um, mm-hmm. so you say, you know, hey, look, I just, you know, you just, you just, you just give them the business pretty much. You know, do you do any type of just, you know, like shock and awe? You know, it's for them, like, to get their attention or whatever. Or just, hey, look, man, if you don't do X, Y, and Z, 
Here's no, what's gonna happen. No, no, I'm I'm pretty much um um I'm a transformational coach, so it's different when you're transforming people, so I can't go and tell them the negative things then they won't change. Because what I do mm-hmm. is I teach people how to tap into their own motivation. See, I can't really motivate no man or no woman to do anything. All motivation comes from within. So what I do is I tap into your motivation because you'll do more for yourself when you're motivated to do it than when I try to motivate you to do it. Mm. So there's no awe and no, no wow, you know, about it in, in that sense. It's a matter of uh, my, my questions go like this. When you and I were doing something, I, my quest, first question to you is this, is what is it, what do you want to become? What is it you want to become? The second question I'll ask you is when do you want to become that? The third question is, what habits do you need to add or change to become that? The next one is, how committed are you to becoming the new you? How will the world benefit from the new you? How will you go about sustaining this new you? Where will you get time to develop this new you? And lastly, what does this new you look, sound, feel, and smell like? Mm. So what so you really do pretty much. It, yeah, go ahead. Go on. No, you go. I can hold my thought. Okay. Uh, so with you, you pretty much just, you know, you're, you're guiding them. You're asking these leading questions to get those men to think. You, you do, because, because, yeah, right, because we don't think. Now, that's a biblical principle. Jesus himself said, I'm gonna, don't, don't feel comfortless. I'm going to leave you the what? The Holy Spirit to do what? Not to tell you what to do, not to kick your butt, but to lead and guide you into all truth. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's a simple principle. Because remember now, yeah. you, you're better at doing things that you're motivated. Because most men do what they want to do, and they do what they're motivated to do. You can wake up and listen to all kinds of tapes. You can listen to Gary B, E, T, Anthony T. You can listen to whoever you want, Leslie, you know, Brown. You can listen to anybody you want to, you know, do it. But guess mm-hmm. what? You're not going to do what you want to do until you want to do it, regardless of who you listen to. Mm. I can get you yeah. all hyped up. I can get you as hyped up as you want to be. You just you you could be like in in seventh heaven. But until you get ready to act, that's why they say that. That's why even these guys will say it. they say we can tell you all this stuff, but only a certain percentage or a small percentage of you actually act out on it. Why? Because motivation comes from within. They know that that motivation mm-hmm. comes from within. So they're hoping that you catch on to this motivation, not so that they can motivate you every morning, but so that you can get the habit of motivating yourself. And a lot of us don't get that because we want other people mm-hmm. to motivate us because we're too complacent and too lazy to motivate ourselves. Yeah, so it's almost like, you know, we want to be spoon-fed. You want to be spoon-fed. But if you're spoon-fed, remember now, you're spoon-fed with somebody else's agenda. Somebody else motivating you is not your agenda. That's their agenda. Mm-hmm. Because I can't read everybody's mind. If I'm talking to thousands of people, I can't read everybody's mind, and I can't say everybody's agenda. I'm going to miss out on 900 and I don't know how many of those people, thousands of those people, because I don't know everybody's agenda. So I have to give yeah. you a general motivational speech. Mm. But what I do is I make it more specific because I say, what do you want to become? And then I motivate you or I tap into your motiva- motivation to become more of that. If you say, well, Lawrence, you know, doc, this is what I see myself as. I said, okay, this is what we need to do. Well, this is what you should consider doing in order to get there. This has become a GPS or a map. It's just, it's just a guide. Right. It's, it's all it is. 
Yeah, and you know, and you know, I know what maps. It's hard for us to follow maps as as men. You know, we don't want to look at a map. Well, think about it. Think, think about it again. Now, listen to my questions. Now, what do you want to become? I didn't draw the map up for you. You're drawing up your own map. Oh, uh, okay. I'm tracking now. It says, right. It says, "What do you want to become?" Mm-hmm. And it says, "Watch this. When do you want to become it?" When I look at a map or even turn my GPS, it tells you, your, you know, your estimated arrival time is going to be what? Whatever, an hour. It's going to be right. four hours. It's going to be six hours. It's going to be whenever. It's going to give you an estimated arrival time, isn't it? That's why exactly. I ask you, when, yeah. do you want to be, when do you want to become it? I say, what do you want to become? So where is it you want to go? And how long you think it's going to take you to get there? You may say mm-hmm. six months. You may say a year. You may say two years. I have people... I have, people, I have people I still coach, and I coach 40 years ago. I have people I've coached for 20, 25, 30 years. I still coach today. Oh, wow. Same, same people. They'll, I, they'll, I can call them right now, and they'll, they'll, they'll call me and say, hey, what do you think about this? I said, hmm. you can do that on your own. He says, I know what you're going to say, but I just want to hear you say it. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I know exactly what, I'm gonna, what you're going to say, but I, wanna, but I, wanna, I just want to hear you say it. So right. then I ask you. Then I ask you again. What habits do you need to add or to change to you know to become this? I can tell you what to do, but you may have some habits that's even blocking what I'm telling you to do. So you have to figure out what habits you're going to have to change or what habits you're going to have to adopt in order to make this thing what in order to make this thing happen. Because most of us already know the answers to our problems. We know what we're doing and not doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Remember what you said right. about stonewall about stonewalling? You know you oh, were yeah. stonewalling. You know it. Mm-hmm. So you need, so if I ask you, I say, okay, you you come to me and you say, you know what, McNair, I'm stonewalling. I said, well, what do you you want? What do you want to become? You say, well, I don't want to be a stonewaller anymore. I said, well, when do you want to become that? When do you not want to become a stonewaller? And you tell me, you know, well, maybe a year from now. I said, well, what habits are you going to need to break or change, you know, to to make this happen for yourself? Then I ask you this: How committed are you? to not being a stonewaller. Mm. Watch mm. this. How will, how will the world, or how will, your, how will your wife, how will your significant other, how will your kids or whoever it is, how will they benefit from you not being a stonewaller? How will you go about sustaining not being a stonewaller or being this new you? How are you going to keep it up? Who's going to motivate you? You've got to motivate yourself. How am I going to do it? Am I going to get up and meditate uh, 30 minutes early in the morning and meditate? Am I going to start working out 30 minutes a day? Am I going to take a long walk when I start to feel like I'm stonewalled? Am I going to listen to Michael Jackson, the man in the mirror when I start stone? What am I going to do? How am I going to sustain mm-hmm. it? Okay. Right. Where will you find time? Where, where will you find time to develop this new you? Because you don't have time. You've got to find time now to fit this new habit into what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the old habits going to want to stay there. They're not going to go habits. easily. Well, they'll, no, they'll go easy. They'll go as easy as you want them to go because that goes back up to the fourth question, how committed are you? If an old habit mm-hmm. knows that you're committed and you're moving out on how committed you are, the old habit has no choice but to go away. Because what happens is with habits, in order to get rid of an old habit, you have to subdue it with the new habit. You have to make it tap out, and it'll tap itself out. The more you do the new habit – the less likely the old habit is going to come up. It's going to eventually tap itself out. Mm-hmm. But you have so to it's in true. the process. Exactly. So it's true when, you know, they say, that, oh, yeah, if you want to break a habit, you know, you can break a habit in 21 days. You can break a habit in 21 days, yeah. Any okay. habit that you choose to. It just depends on question number four. How committed are you to breaking that habit? It, yeah, if, if, you, if you're generally committed, then it's not going to happen. 
if you're kind of sort of committed, then it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you're kind of like flaky about it, it's not going to happen. If you're standing on the fence or, you know, trying to decide, it's not going to happen. It's only going to happen. It's only going to happen when you're sincerely seeking self-change. I call it S3C, when you're sincerely seeking self-change. You know, there's, there's a couple kinds of minds. There's a, there's a made-up mind, which means, you know, you'll do some things sometimes, then there's a well-made-up mind. When a man has a well-made-up mind, then anything can happen. Anything is possible. Mm-hmm. When a man has a well-made-up mind. I think that with a lot of things that we go out to do to improve ourselves, we just don't have a well-made-up mind. Yeah, I'll definitely agree with that. And that's the difference. That's the difference between making things happen happen in your life on a consistent basis and being inconsistent is a made-up mind and a well-made-up mind. A made-up mind will say, you know what, I'll do it whenever, whenever, whenever. But a well-made-up mind says, I'm going to do it right now. Mm. So if you want to tap into your infinite human potential, you just have to mm -hmm. adopt a well-made-up mind or the habit of having a well-made-up mind. So let let me ask you this. And I think okay. this will help out a lot of guys and maybe the women right. that listen to the podcast also. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to use myself as an example. I'm not going to say that I'm a master procrastinator, but <laughs> I do procrastinate. <laughs> okay. And, and I do know I have friends and coworkers, um, and I know, you know, that's, that's part of their repertoire also. Like procrastination okay. is one of those okay. things that's like, ah, so – Give us some insight about procrastination. How can we break that? Well, it just depends on what you're procrastinating about because most people procrastinate about things that's not important to them. Now, it may be important to other people, but it's just not important to you because, remember, you do the things that are important to you, that you feel are important to you. How can you make what you're procrastinating about important to you? How can you move it up a notch? What is it? that I'm doing or not doing or sh- and should be doing, what is it about that that doesn't make me move? How can I sprinkle some? You know, you can give me, you, you can give a kid some, you know, some ice cream, he'll eat it up. But when you put some of those little sprinkles on it and some M&Ms and some Oreo, oh, it gets better. It gets, oh, yeah. it gets better. The things that I'm procrastinating about, how can I make them get better? What can I sprinkle on those things? What kind of Oreos? What kind of M&Ms? What can I put on them to make them better to lure me in and to motivate me to do it? Hmm. See, it's all it's all about a mind. It, it, we play we play with each other's mind, but we don't play with our own mind enough. Hmm. We play with other people's mind, but we don't play with our mind enough. We know what other people like and dislike, and how to do this and how to manipulate people, but we don't know how to do it with ourselves. It's the same exact thing. We just need to play with our mind a little bit more. It has infinite wow. potential. Our own mind does, but we spend most of our day playing with other people's minds. How to get this, mm-hmm. how to get that, how to get her to do this, how to get him to get that, how to get him to say this. How do we play with other people's minds, and we're good at it. You can't be good at both. You can't be good at playing with other people's minds and playing with your own mind. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. If, 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 you, if you learn how to play with, if you learn how to manipulate your own mind into doing the things you need to do, procrastination will go away. It has no, it has no way to beat it. It has no reason to beat it because it can't survive. It can't survive. So you need to find the sprinkles, find the M&Ms, find the Oreos, find the things that go on the ice cream that's going to make it mean something to you. Another thing is, what does it mean to other people, the things that I'm procrastinating about? First of all, is it worth doing anyway? A lot of things that we do, we do or we procrastinate about doing may not need to be, you know, may not 
need to be, uh, we may not need to do. Another thing is this, what are we doing with the time? If I'm procrastinating, that means that that time is going somewhere else. What am I doing with that time? Am I worrying? Am I out doing something different that I shouldn't be doing? What am I doing with that time? Yes, we have to look at it. You have to start with, with looking, at, uh, look, looking at yourself. I call it self-observation. We don't observe ourselves enough. We look at other people. We look at other things other people do. We look at other things that people say, but we don't observe ourselves. Why am I procrastinating? Watch this. And what am I doing at the time I should be doing what I'm doing? And which one's more important? Is doing what I'm doing important or doing what I'm supposed to be doing? What's more important? Something got all the sprinkles and all the Oreos, you know, uh, uh, one, one of the things that you're procrastinating about or the thing that you're doing while you're procrastinating, that's where your sprinkles and your Oreos are. Mm. So it all boils down to the answer to procrastination is self, self-observation. What am I procrastinating? What am I doing? What am I doing with that time? Okay. And I, and I wrote that down and said, you know, you know, procrastinating is okay. Just doing those things, you know, that's not important to you. I know for me, like, okay, I'm supposed to be writing this book. Okay. I got I got the titles of the chapters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I have I have no content yet. So it's just okay. it, you know exactly you know, and I agree with you on that. So okay, you know, I'm not making that uh, I'm not making that important to me. I'm not putting you know the sprinkles on top of it. I'm not making it exactly. enticing. I'm not making it enticing enough. You know. Right. And now, and I can say, well, go ahead. Okay, and, and now when you talk about writing and you're talking about, you know, writing a book and that you haven't written a book and sometimes we get onto ourselves a bad and we start to label ourselves certain things like I'm a procrastinator because I'm, I, 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 I said I was going to write this book and I haven't written it yet, so I'm a procrastinator. You may not be. It goes back to another question I ask. When do you want to become it? When do you want that book written in a realistic you know, a good book can take two years to write. Now, you can see people online say, you know, write a book in 30 days, write a book in 60 days, 90 books. But a book with good content may take you two years to actually write. But you have to give yourself that time. If you give yourself mm-hmm. that time six months from now, you won't say that you're a procrastinator. Then right. you have to map it out and say, I'm going to write a chapter every two months or every three months. So if I'm going to give myself 24 months to write a book and it's a 12-chapter a, a book, then i got to write a chapter every two months. And I just got to do it. I've got to adapt, adopt, and adapt. I'm going to adopt this process of writing this, uh, writing this, this chapter every two months, and these are the days I'm going to work on it, and these are the times I'm going to work on those days. So every day from 7 to 8, I'm going to write 500 words, and I'm going to do that for two months. At the end of two months, my chapter will be written. And at the end of 24 months, all, cha- all my chapters will be written. You, I think that it goes back to being a real man. I think that we as men and people in general, when we talk about procrastination and stuff like that, we just have to grow up. You just have to grow up. We're just not being, we're just not being mature about certain things in our lives. Procrastination is one of those things. I think it's, it's, it's like immaturity. It's like there's things that you know you have to do. Just, just do them. Just, just yeah. do them. And Nike was right. Just, you know, just do them. But just do it. we take we take the Mountain Dew part. I mean, is a Sprite or Mountain Dew that says "Obey your thirst." There's oh, yeah, something that's Sprite. Yeah. Right, that's Sprite. So we instead of just doing, instead of taking Nike, we take the Sprite approach and we just do it. Whatever it is that's taking us away from it, we just do that and we obey that thirst as opposed to obeying the thirst that you know that's really crying out for us. So mm. I'm not going to label you a procrastinator. I'm going to label you a guy who just didn't plan wisely. 
Oh. Now, watch, now watch this. Even if you procrastinated about your book, it's not the end of the world. You can start today and say, you know what? I want my book to come out in 18 months, and this is how I'm going to do it. And case closed. Mm-hmm. And then you do it. And you don't procrastinate about it. You set up dates, you set up times, and you do them. Now, you say, well, Dr. McNair, what if I procrastinate about those times? Then we'll work on it at that level when, that, when we cross that bridge. Yeah. I mean, great point. And, I mean, Josh, if you listen to this podcast, uh, I'm telling you, I, I just use myself as a guinea pig. I put my no, you're myself good. <laughs> no, that's, that's good because because that's the only way they're going to learn. I mean, you you you, right. you I mean, I've, I've I've done things too. I mean, I, I probably should have had a book out. People that myself had a book out 25 years ago. And I haven't written, I haven't written it yet. But I don't you know I don't put myself to the stake and and, and nail myself to the cross because of it. No. Yeah, and I think I, a lot I, of times I, I, you know most people would do that. No, you can't nail yourself to the cross. If that's the case, Jesus you shouldn't have been nailed to the cross. You're going to nail yourself to the cross. Yeah. Even if it's a sin that you didn't do it, Jesus died for your sins. I don't know if anything yeah, else. You know, <laughs> I don't know if anything else you can uh, you can do to yourself. You can nail yourself right. to the cross if you want to. I'm like, uh, what's his name said? That your blood won't be on my hands. Nail yourself to the cross. If that's what you get, you one of those uh, uh, nail guns from Home Depot and nail your yeah. Nail yourself to the cross. Stop it. Stop nailing <laughs> yourself to the cross and just grow the fuck up. Is what you got to do. Right. You just got to yeah, be mature just, about it. Yeah, and that's just real talk. Like, yeah, you just you just got to grow up. You know, you, you and just got to grow you, up. Right. If you want this to happen, you have to mature. You have to grow up. You know, and you have to make these things important to you because if this you is what you really important. want to do, right, you got to make it important. Most of us don't want to become anything new. We want to stay who we are. That's why my first question to guys is always the same. What is it you want to become? How do you see yourself different tomorrow than you are today? That's what we're going to work on. If you're okay with who you are, then I'm not the guy to work with. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not him. I'm not your guy to work with. If you don't want to become anything different and want to become anything new, then I'm not your guy. You need to go to somebody else. Right. Because what I, some people unpack information, but I impact you with information. Uh, Some people unpack information on you and they just give you all kinds of information. And that's what's going on in the world. That's why we can't get anything done because everybody's just unpacking information. Everybody got the six steps of this, the nine steps of this. It's just unpacking information. Nobody's impacting anybody with this information. Oh, man. Now, that right there, I'm definitely, that's a key nugget right there. Unpack information. People read to unpack information, then to impact. Information. Then to impact Man. you with information. Information is the same. Right. <laughs> it's the same information. But what are we doing? We're just, imp- we're just unpacking it on people. Everywhere you go, there's information about this, information about that. Come on, give me a break. Break me up a piece of that right. Kit Kat bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so so I, I, I want... I want to go back to the beginning part of, you know, okay. uh, what you have in your process, the um, six dimensional lifestyle. And you said when you initially start off, you ask these guys, you know, you want to start with the physical part of it. And I, I use I, know, I use to start out with physical. Uh-huh. Okay. And I know, like, so far, as, you know, you see it on TV, you know, you can, you know, take these pills, testosterone pills, and, you know, mm-hmm. they get these ball players and these <clears> celebrities <throat> and stuff like that. And know some guys will, you know, will get that stuff thinking that, you okay. know, hey, maybe just to get me on edge or whatever. But okay. I know with you, um, I think, you know, and I'm just taking a shot in the dark right here when you're talking about physical, you're talking about pretty much, you know, living right, eating right, you know, working out, things yeah. like that, correct? 
Okay. So and the, te- well, the testosterone pills and stuff you see the athletes taking and stuff like that. If you look up in the right hand corner, it'll say ad sponsored by somebody. Okay. Ad mm-hmm. sponsored by somebody. If it's an ad and it's sponsored by somebody, it's an ad and it's sponsored by somebody. So they have had professional people to do the copyright to hit your pain points and to say this and to say that. It's an advertisement. Right. It's just yeah. like McDonald's when they talk about a Big Mac. Two all beef patty special sauce, lettuce, lettuce, beef, pickles, mm-hmm. onion, lettuce on a sesame bun. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. An that makes you go to McDonald's right now. Like, yo, I want a burger it makes right you go, now. It makes, you, it makes you go to McDonald's <laughs> right now. Nothing in the kitchen tastes so good. The chicken fried to Popeye's way. It tastes like New Orleans. Perfect. It made it to me. Chicken fried especially. I go to, I go to Popeye's now. <laughs> it's just advertising, man. Right. It's just, and the, re- the, the reason why I brought it up was the physical part because I know when these okay. commercials, you know, and they are directed towards men, you know, yeah. they'll come and say, oh, yeah, you know, this will help you out, you know, to lose weight and so forth and so mm-hmm. forth. And then they kind of pause a little bit and they'll say a little bit more and then they hit you, they hit you with the bunny shot. Oh, yeah. And they'll definitely help you out in the bedroom. It'll increase this, right. you know, you know, and she'll increase enjoy your libido. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when guys see that, it's like, ooh, snap, for real? Yo, what's the phone? I'm calling right now. What's the 800 number? <laughs> All right, let me go ahead and call this 800 number, you know, All right, and get okay. these pills. Right, okay. All right, here, here we go again. Maturity. You just got to grow up. Mm. You, you okay. Just, you just got to grow up. You're probably doing okay in the bedroom anyway, you, you know, yourself. Anything, anything more than you're already doing, she's probably not going to be up for it anyway, for the most part. So I'm not even sure what you're, you know, what you're doing. If you, if you work out and walk and do some stuff, you know, your testosterone levels will be up. You go, before I take the pill, maybe I should go and get my testosterone level checked. I may not need it. Right. And a lot of this bullshit that people have out here, you know, 10 years from now, they can say, you know, you see the commercial on TV. If you've been taken or somebody in your family has taken this or died from this or died from this, trying to get their testosterone level, you know, taken up, call this number right here and, you know, you're part of this, you know, because it all causes some kind of something, something later on. Mm-hmm. We don't think about that. All these commercials, we, you know, we see from attorneys saying, if you've been taking this, if you've been taking this, this is the same stuff. And you don't even know what's in this stuff. When you read it, you know, it's got all kind of carcinogenic stuff and just, just so what? Just so we can be better in the bedroom? Come on, man, man up. You're probably already good in the bedroom. Did you ask her where you're good in the bedroom? And if you do have to ask her, you suck anyway. If you do, if you, if you, if you do, if you do have to, you, you suck anyway. If you have to ask somebody, how, no, that's just all advertising. When I'm talking about help, man, I'm talking about you know, I'm talking about eating right. I'm talking about take care of yourself. I'm talking about taking care of your mm-hmm. blood pressure. I'm talking about taking care. Of you know, so you won't get diabetes and strokes and all mm-hmm. these heart conditions. I'm talking about getting, you know, getting your exams, you know, and things like that. Taking a walk, you know, taking a mm-hmm. run. Um, you don't have to be in the gym two hours, of, you know, two hours a day. I don't. I spend 30, I spend 45 minutes in the gym and, you know, and that's it. Um, and, and that's it. It's just a matter of taking care. You, you'll do sensible things. Your body will pretty much tell you what to do. And most of the people who take those things, their body hadn't told them that they were suffering from, you know, uh, low testosterone levels and things mm-hmm. like that. It's the ad that made them think that. Right. It wasn't. Because one of the now. things they say is like, you know, you are, do you have decreased energy? Yeah, I do have decreased energy. Well, you need this right here. Right? Well, really, <laughs> so you not. You have decreased energy, and it happens at the same time every day because you eat steak and potatoes, and it make, you know, it spikes your blood sugar. It's why you have mm. decreased energy. It ain't because you have low testosterone. It's because you're eating the wrong thing at the wrong time. 
There are other things that make us have decreased energy other than low, low testosterone. And low testosterone is way, way down the list compared to some of the other things that causes us not to have, you know, uh, enough energy. It's from other things in our diet that, you know, that, and when we eat it. And you just have to learn to do it. There's certain things that I don't eat after 7 or 8 o'clock at night. There's some things that I don't eat at all that I used to eat because I know what they do to me. Right? I know that Doritos right. and, and uh, I know Doritos and Cheetos have a lot of MSG, you know, monosodium something, something glutamate in it. And I know that it causes, you know, it causes my head to hurt like two days after I eat a bag of them. So I stop eating them. And my headaches don't, and they don't happen anymore. It's just a matter of adopting and adapting. You just adopt to something different and adapt your lifestyle to it. I don't have to have it. Your body will tell you what, you know, what, what messes it up and what doesn't mess it up, and you just stop doing it. You just got to mature and man up. But if the thrill of it is better than, you know, the threat, you know, of you having headaches and stuff, then, you know, you're going to go on and do it. But I choose to feel better, you know, about certain things, so I don't, you know, so I don't do them. But don't let ads get, you know, don't let ads and testosterone and all that stuff, you know, get to you. If you're going to do it, go to your doctor, check with your doctor and say, you know what, I need my testosterone level checked. And he'll say, man, your shit is out of, it's like off the charts. It's like, man, I was just getting ready to pay $49 for some testosterone. Pay. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, just paid, you just paid yourself some money. You just saved yourself some money. Yeah, $19. You paid me $30 copay. You're going to pay $49 for that. You just saved yourself $19. Mm-hmm. And that's how we have to, so, you know, that's how we have to look at it. Man, it's just, it's just great information, wonderful information. Like, so, guys, you know, you're listening. I hope you get some, getting something from out of this. Uh, like I said at the beginning, it's just going to be just real talk. I said, hey, look, just have your way. Say it how you want to say it, and that's that, because I'm about sure for the people who are listening, if you were sitting with your friends at the house and y'all were just having a general conversation, you'll be, you know, saying the same thing or having the same type of talk same mannerisms, same words being said, you know, so forth and so forth, you know, with that right. energy and that gusto. So mm-hmm. with, with, with Dr. Lawrence McNair, what he really saying to you guys is, hey, look, um, one, maturity, that's a big thing, you know, with us, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just directing this towards everybody who's listening, you know, being mature about everything that's in your life, you know, taking care of yourself, um, you know, making the right decisions, being mature about, okay, what's important to me, um, about procrastination and things like that. And then you also mentioned sincerely seeking self-change, which you call S3, correct? Yep, S3C. Okay, S3C. Sincerely seeking self-change. So, guys, you really have to make a decision. And I'm speaking to myself as well, so don't, I don't want you guys listening thinking, oh, you know, what? Oh, who is he? I'm like, I'm Mike. You know, that's it. I, I, <laughs> hey, Mike, oh, Mike, let me, tell, I, let me, hey, Mike let me speak this in. I have to do the okay. exact same things I'm teaching. Yeah. If I don't sincerely seek self-change in my life, guess what? It will be the same way. I have to do exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing nothing less than what I'm teaching. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so go back to the reason to, I'm saying. Exactly. The reason I'm teaching is because I know it works. You're right. It's about impacting information as opposed to unpacking mm-hmm. Right, and you, you're practicing what you preach. And I practice exactly what I right. preach. My voice and my vibe match. What I say and what I do matches. Right, so you're pretty much, you're, you're, walk, you're walking billboards like, hey, you know, I'm the product. I'm the product. This is the result right here of, you know, of me telling you what to do. This is the result, you know, and you yep. can have those same results if you 
mature yourself mm-hmm. to get to that point. I think that I think that Michael Jackson got it right. The late great King of Pop got it right. You got to start with the man in the mirror. Now watch this and ask him to change his ways. That's it. Man, yeah. I'm telling you, that that song right there, like I like Michael Jackson. That's that's why I got my name, and that's my mom. She named me after Michael Jackson because she's a big time Michael Jackson fan. <laughs> but <laughs> that song right there, Man in the Mirror, you know, when yes. I listen to it, I still listen to it to this day, and I'm like, man, mm-hmm. Mike had it right. He got it right. Like, yeah, he I, got I, he got it right. Right. I'm starting. I'm starting with the Man in the Mirror. I'm asking yep. him to change his ways. Yep. You know. Yep. And I'm, now wait a minute. You, wait a minute. No, nobody ahead. motivate. Nobody motivated you. It says Michael says you gotta start with. The, it didn't say start out with ET. Didn't say start out with this one. This, it says you get up in the morning and you gotta start with the man in the mirror and motivate him to change his ways. Ways. No yeah, message so it, could have been any clearer. If you want to make what day a better day right. or whatever it is, just you know the word. Yeah, yeah. If you want to make the world a better place, place, take a look at yourself. And make a change. And make a change. Wow. Right. That is so powerful. So, that is so powerful. You know, and, you know, most people will hear that and be like, oh, yeah, that's a really great song. But it's like, hey, no. you got you to look at the context of the song. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yo. yeah. <laughs> that, like, that's, 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 that, that's, impact, that's impacting and not unpacking. That's impacting. Mm-hmm. Impacting mm-hmm. right there, man. That's, that's a, that's oh, a yeah. crazy song. And it, oh, yeah. I think it goes down again to, um, you know, even when I look at men, we, you know, we're, we're talking about men because, again, I'm a man's transformation person. And I always say that, you know, today's man is just under, underdeveloped. We're just not developed in certain areas that we need to be developed in. And today's modern man is underdeveloped. We're what we call a mess, M-E-S-S. We're underdeveloped mentally. We're undeveloped, uh, underdeveloped emotionally. We're underdeveloped spiritually. And we're underdeveloped um, socially. And we just have to work on developing ourselves and developing each other. I have a new program that I'm coming out with called Moving Men Forward. And that's what I want to do. I want to move men forward. I'm not interested in what happened, when, when, whatever, whatever, whatever happened. I want to move men forward. Because the day, the the calendar goes forward. The time goes forward. We're just not moving forward with the days and with the time. Mm, So we as men, right, we need to get ourselves developed. So for the next generation, actually even for our own generation, we need to get we need to get ourselves. Yeah, developed. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> People say let's do it for the next generation, but where? What the hell about you know uh, uh, the generation that we're in right now? Right. So we yeah, yeah exactly. we, so we we're very underdeveloped in a lot of areas, and we just need to work on it. And the only way to work on it is again is to tap into your infinite human potential because where there's fat, there's skinny. If you're yeah. a liar, you could be a truth teller. Yep. Where you're a procrastinator, you can get things done. There's always the potential to do the opposite of what you're doing, and it's mm-hmm. infinite. It's in the air. It doesn't belong to anybody. Nobody owns it. <clears throat> Nobody has any special rights to infinite human potential. It's for everybody. Everybody who's in any position, they can be in a different position. I know people who, who, who grew up in the ghetto, but they grew up and moved, you know, moved away, and they're doing fine. I mean, I grew up in, you know, like I said, the poorest part of the country, and I'm doing fine. Just because you were born there doesn't mean you have to stay there. Whatever predicament, whatever situation, it, and that's yeah. what we talked about. Remember, we talked about it. It's a, it's a mindset because mm-hmm. we haven't upgraded our mindset. We haven't upgraded right. our internal operating system. Because why? Because men don't get into personal development. When you go to personal development stuff, you see mostly women. 
Yeah, that's true. Because man, we don't we don't like to pay for it. We'll pay for some twenty two inch reels with wheels with some spinners on it, but we're not gonna pay for personal development. We'll pay for a new stereo system and put a subwoofer in the back and you know and all kinds of stuff, but we won't pay for personal development mm-hmm. because we don't think we what we don't think we need it. We think that we're right. okay, but we're not okay. We're messed up. We're underdeveloped. We're immature. And that's why and that's, that's one of the reasons that I work with men because we need you know we need to be developed and we need to mature because man, if you fix the man you fix the land. Wow. When you fix, fix the, the man, man you fix the land you fix the land. You if you think about the all the wars you, you fix the land. If you think about all the wars that have been started, guess who started them? Men. Yeah. You fix the man you <laughs> fix the land. Most of the things that have started that has hurt, that's hurt, you know, humanity has been what has been man uh, initiated. So when you fix the man, you fix the land. Mm. As the guys, I hope you, when you're listening, listen, listen, listen to this brother right here. I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all this. Oh my goodness! I'm just gonna. Y'all heard it. If you didn't hear it, you can go back and rewind it and listen to the whole thing all over again. <laughs> This man has been dropping nuggets as soon as we started with this conversation. So it's been great. It's been good. So, um, Lawrence, may I ask you another question? So, for oh, me, yeah. I, I like reading books. Okay. Uh, and, and that wasn't a thing, like, in the, in the past. Like, I was like, I couldn't stand reading books. But now, you know, I take mm-hmm. a lot of joy in reading books, you know. As a, Why? You know, Why do you do that now? Why are you taking uh, for me to do it books? Now, what happened? Um, so far, it's just, as you said, transformation. Like, I knew I had to do something different. And I was telling myself I had to challenge myself to read more because I was just kind of going off of just, I noticed myself I was just kind of skimming over the words, skimming over those okay. paragraphs, skimming over those details, you know. And with me and my job, I'm like, that's vital. So I have to read because if I miss a detail and I mess something up, that means somebody can get, you know, seriously injured or somebody could right. die. So, you know, I have right. to read, you know, the fine print. I have to read those words. So so now, you know, I get a, I get a lot of joy out of reading. I enjoy. I enjoy reading. Now, so, let me ask you this let me ask you this question yes, too. Why do you, why do you enjoy reading? You you've made yourself a guinea pig, so I'm gonna help the brothers out a little bit. Okay. Why do you I why too. do you enjoy reading? Uh for me, um, because I, I gain more knowledge on whatever Good. subject that I'm reading about or whatever person that I'm reading about, you know, I'm, I'm gaining more knowledge. And not to say that, hey, everything they say is 100%, you know, um, you know, truth, but I'm also sure there's some nuggets in there that I can, I can gain from and okay. whatnot. And then so far as for me, it's, it's, it's a stress reliever, you know, to get, kind of get my mind off of everything else, you know, just the, the cares of the world and things like that. It kind of takes me to another place. Good. Okay. okay. I'm gonna. Uh, then that's enough right there. That's enough for me to say okay. to do what I'm gonna do here. First, reading right. was a challenge to you, right? Yes. Un- until you came up with enough sprinkles, Oreos, and M&M, mm-hmm. knowledge, nuggets, stress relief, and what happened is when those things became very pom- prominent in your mind, the challenge went away. That's true. That's it's amazing, that is- isn't it? That's true. Yeah. So that when you, you know, put, when reading, reading is still reading. It's still a challenge to some people, but it's not a challenge to you because you added knowledge, nuggets, and stress relief. That's the only thing. Yeah, day. and when I, 
and I added those components, and that pretty much made a, a complete turnaround. It did. It's no longer a challenge, but it's still reading. Yesterday, yeah. reading was a challenge, and today, reading is not a challenge, all because of the things that you started to focus and put emphasis on. Mm. You know, when I, I was see, a kid. I see where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah, I, when I was a kid, my uh, <clears throat> my mother used to try to feed me broccoli. I hated broccoli. I'm not eating no trees. This is what broccoli <laughs> looks like to me. I said, <laughs> I said, I'm not eating no trees, Mama. No matter what you do, you can beat me, whip me, make me write a bad check, but I am not going to do um, – <laughs> Um, uh, I'm not going to eat broccoli. Then I found out that broccoli <clears throat> was good in calcium. It was good in vitamin A, and it was, uh, uh, you know, good for your circulation, good for this and good for that, just a whole list of things I found out broccoli was good for. And when I found that out, it took away the challenge of me eating broccoli because I had a different reason for liking broccoli. The sprinkles, the Oreos and the M&Ms were different. Mm, okay. So if you, if you if you want to change a habit or you want to stop procrastination, find a better reason for doing it. It may not it, it, find find a reason that motivates you. Like you said, um, you gain knowledge, and you get nuggets, and it's a stress relief. Those are things that are important to who? Those are things that are important to you, and those right. are the things that motivate you. And they came from you. They didn't come from nobody else. I didn't even tell you those things. You told me those things. Those things came from you, and those are the things that motivate you to do what? To read now. I eat a lot of broccoli now because of all the things that motivate me, you know, to do it. Mm -hmm. So if there's something in your life that's important and you're procrastinating and it's a challenge to you, you just can't seem to get it going, just find three or four things that makes it worth it for you. And focus on those things. I don't focus on the broccoli. I focus on the other part of it now. You don't focus on reading, per se. You read so you can see what you can get out of it. Exactly. See, now you're reading for results. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so you're I took that one just thing. you reading. Yeah, exactly. So I, I took, you know, when I look at reading, so I'm relating to how you, how you talk about it, okay, you know, I got the bowl of ice cream, vanilla ice cream. That's reading. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like mm-hmm. vanilla ice cream. Right. It would be a whole lot better if I had awesome. some sprinkles, awesome. maybe some chocolate fudge on top of it. Awesome. You know, you know. It doesn't sound now. good. Right. Now it's like, oh, this is a, I'm about to go ham on this. Like, what? Can I have some of your ice cream? No, you can't. <laughs> it's, it's not, that's good. And that's exactly what you, that's exactly what you have to do. Right. So right. anytime you run so, into procrastination, you look at it and look at it in that sense. But go on with your next one. All right. So, you know, with, with reading books, I know for me, with reading books, um, like I said, that's a joy for me. I enjoy doing it. Um, do you have any book recommendations for the listeners, for anybody who's listening to this podcast right now? Well, I think that um, one of my favorite books, and, and this is an empowerment book as well, and it, it's, a, it's an older book, um, um, and it's called um, As a Man Think It by James Allen. Um, if you're interested in, you know, in changing the way you think and changing your life, I think that that's one of the best books ever written. James Allen, As a Man Think It. James Allen. As okay. a Man Think It. No man should be without that book. As a Man Think It. I James, think I've seen James, that book because you, I, I go up in Barnes and Noble's like nobody's business now. You know? Yeah, it's in there. And that's a win-win for me because they got books and they got coffee up in there. So I'm like, yo. 
that's a win-win for me. <laughs> I, I like so, I like that. Right. So as a man thinks of by James Allen. By James All right. Allen. All right. So the folks heard. Yep, one of the best books ever written. Great book. Great book. All right, so I'm definitely going to have yes, to go and, and pick that one up. I may have to go pick that one up this weekend. Matter of fact, let's, make let's that do happen. it. Am I digging let's to do that? it. All right. So we're going to go ahead and start closing it up. But, um, man, I definitely I'm, I'm, would like I'm, to get I'm you. Here as long, I'm here as long as you are. Okay. I definitely <laughs> like to get you back on another podcast, man, because, um, I mean, this right here, this has been great. It's been phenomenal. Um, the information that you've just been giving out, it's just been outstanding. And, Thank you, man. And I know it's just like the people that are listening right now, it's like, man, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you need to bring him back because I want to hear more of him because he has a lot of nuggets, has a lot of truth to say, you know. And for you, um, you, you know, you're down to earth with everything. You know, and you don't, you know, you don't pull no punches. You just tell it like it is. You know, you're very direct. Yeah, you're very direct in your approach. And I think, you know, for the most part, you know, that's what us guys, we need. We need that direct approach, Mm. you know, Mm. from another guy. You know, hey, look, man, because we're doing it in all other areas. You know, we're doing it in sports. Come on, let's go. Mm -hmm. We can do this. Let's get, you know, know, we hype each other. We motivate each other. But then, like you said, when it comes to ourselves, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I, I, I always tell I always tell my friends this is you know what I like you the way you are, but I love you too much to leave you there. Mm. Mm. So I'm gonna teach Ain't you it. something new. I like you the way you are, but I love you too much to leave you there. So mm. let's move forward. Mm. Okay, that's men. That's and moving that's- men forward. Love you just the way like you just the way you are, but love you too much to leave you there. All right, all right. I'm definitely I'm taking that home with me because, um, yeah, I just know I got I got some friends, and um, and I know I look up to them. They look up to me, you know. So we can pretty much help mm-hmm. out each other. But I mean, it's definitely right. And it's, it's a true statement. It's like you know, I like who I like who you are, but mm-hmm. I love you, you know, too much to leave you, you know, where you, where you are right now. And then wait a minute. Yeah, and then give them a then give then give them a copy of the James Allen book. Boom. There it is right there. Buy, yeah, buy, yeah, buy yourself three or four copies. And when you tell them, say, you know what, man, I like you just the way you are. You've been a great friend. You're my buddy. Ride or die. But I love you too much to leave you there. Read this. And let's come back and let's talk about it. Right. Wow. Wow. I'm definitely going to do that. I'm definitely, yeah, I'll buy a few copies of that book. Yes, sir. Because I know so far as with me, with the Man Initiative, um, like, for me, I just want guys to have a, a safe place, you know, where they can reveal and discover their mm-hmm. true self. You know, and then get up to the point. So, okay, let's let's take this mask off. You know, let's mm-hmm. let's 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 deal with you. And on the, even with you know with with the Michael Jackson concept. Hey, look, mm-hmm. you know, take the mask off and look at yep. yourself in the mirror. You have to talk mm-hmm. to yourself. You know, yep. and you have to be That's open and honest with yourself. Yep, got to be vulnerable and transparent. Yeah, in order to walk That's... away. In order to walk away authentic. Mm-hmm. You got to be vulnerable. Yeah, that's you got to be We'll talk about that on another podcast. We'll talk about vulnerability, transparency, and authenticity. Mm, yeah, that's going to be how, really how, to, how have, to make it how to make it happen. Yeah, we definitely got to make that happen. So, Doctor Lawrence Manette, before I let you go, yes, I'm just going yes, to I'm going to give the I'm going to give the mic to you. 
So if you have any words of encouragement, um, uh, motivation, um, empowerment, whatever it is, you know, that you just want to say to the guys, to the listeners, I'm going to give you the mic, and I'm just going to say, hey, sir, the floor is yours, and you, yeah. you have it. Yeah, it'll just take a few seconds because I've, I've, uh, I've, I've said a lot uh, already. Um, I just want the brothers to know, if you, you know, if you have a strong desire to change, um, and you're ready for, you know, for self-change. You know, I'm here. You know, I'm available. I'm into psychological, spiritual, uh, you know, transformation. If you need me, just go to, uh, uh, if you're interested in what I do, go to my website, uh, lawrencemcnair.com. There's nothing to buy. I'm not selling anything, you know, on there. Just read it. Uh, you can get a free, um, you know, 30-minute phone consultation with me. Uh, I'll talk to you. And we'll solve whatever problem you have within, you know, within that time limit. If you need some more time, I can arrange that as well. Again, I'm not selling anything right, you know, at the moment. Um, you can look me up on Facebook, still Lawrence McNair. Instagram, still Lawrence McNair. You know, just go on and just follow me. And um, let's just let's just move some men forward, man. That's 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 all. That's that's it. Let's just mature. Let's grow up, and let's uh, let's go for it. Let's become something different tomorrow than we are today. That's it, man. All right, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, guys, check this brother out. He already gave up his information. You can go to his website, lawrencemanel.com. Follow him on Facebook and Instagram, as he already stated, uh, with the same name, Lawrence Manel. I'm actually looking at his website right now, and it's, it's a pretty dope website. It's really nice. Um, he goes into his story. Um, he goes into what he does as an empowerment, men's empowerment coach. He has some testimonies up here, and um, and he has the contact information at the bottom. So, guys, I'm telling you, this guy right here is phenomenal. Um, great guy to talk to. Brother, I greatly appreciate you being part of this podcast. We definitely got to hook up again and get you on um, so we can we can talk about the other aspect of the, the vulnerability part of it when it comes to us us guys and helping each other out. And I, I appreciate you, too. I appreciate you, uh, you know, letting me speak, speak to your audience and uh, being a guest on your podcast. And um, God continue to bless you, man, and, uh, and do your thing. I'm, I'm here for you. If you ever need anything, just, you know, just raise your hand and say, hey, Larry, you know, I'm, I'm here, man. And uh, I'm with you. We're, we're all in this okay. together, man. We're all in this oh, together. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, we're definitely going to link up, though. We're definitely going to link up. So I'm just like, you know, I, I got your contact information now, so I definitely I'll be reaching out to you, you know. And if I even come across some brothers, um, you know, that I feel you know that may need your services and things like that, okay. I'm like, hey, look, I know this guy that you need to talk to. Um, mm-hmm. He'll definitely, you know, he can get you, you know, started and charted in the right direction. He would definitely help yeah. you out. And, and it ain't inexpensive either. Now, transformation costs, you know, <laughs> it costs. I'll tell you, but it's not uh, your transformation costs. It's uh, okay. We're impacted. Yeah, we're impacted and not uh, and and not uh, unpacking. So, right. And, uh, but we'll we'll work it. We'll work it out. I'm I'm yeah, gonna exactly. help everybody out, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll work it out. Cool. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, guys, I want to thank you once again for being part of this podcast. I want to thank my guest, Dr. Lawrence Benner, up in the house, brother. Thank you once again. Whoa, 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 um, whoa, whoa. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's been it's been real. Um, it's it's been great. You know, we roughly like almost an hour and thirty minutes almost oh, going on to this podcast. Been, yeah. You know, but it's it's yeah, it's good though. It's good though. You know, when 
when the conversation starts flowing, yeah, it's like, hey, look, don't stop it now. Let's let's keep the ball rolling, you know. <laughs> I got you. I let's let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. But yeah, guys, make sure you go check him out. Check out his website. Um, follow him on uh, social media on Facebook and Instagram. Um, has a lot of nuggets up there. Very powerful man. Um, down to earth guy and things like that. So it just, man, I can't thank you enough. I know I said it already, but I just can't thank you enough. Officially. Dr. Lawrence Bennell has came in the building and had just pretty much just left nuggets all over the place. And, guys, if you don't pick these nuggets up and run with it, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on you. Doom on you. Right. Doom on you. <laughs> oh, man. So, so brother, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and let you go because I know you got some other things going on as well. I know you're yes, man. Yeah, yes, but greatly appreciate it, and um, looking forward to the next time we can link up and do another podcast. All right, man. Have a good night, and uh, we appreciate All it. Right.